subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt are back again, and we have a great topic for you. Hope, well, we think it's a great topic. I hope everybody else appreciates it. Always a great topic. Always too. a great topic. Hopefully, everybody appreciates it as much as we appreciate getting to talk about it. First things first, if you want to go be part of our amazing community on Facebook, go look at the Ninja Podcast community. Ninja Selling Podcast community, we're all there on Facebook. We are growing fast right now. Our goal was to get over 10,000. We have surpassed that. We are running in a fast, fast, fast pace of great people and great ninjas joining that world. I will say this. Every once in a while, I have to delete about eh, 200 to 300 people that have requested to be part of the community. If you're out there saying, I submitted my request and I'm not part of the community right now, what's going wrong? Garrett's not paying attention to me. I am paying attention to you. I deleted you. And I deleted you because you didn't answer any questions. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't answer anything that simply says, I agree to the rules of the community. And it's really important because it has allowed us to have a community of people that are following all the rules. They're being supportive. They're doing all the right stuff. And if I can't see that you agree to the rules of the community, guess what? You don't get to come play with us. And the reason why is because we've deleted comments. We have removed people from the group before. And this is a place for people to come have fun, share and grow together. And it's not a place for people to come and chastise other people, promote their own stuff that's not Ninja. And if you do that, see ya. We got enough people in there. We can thin the herd a little bit if we need to and make that thing really powerful and positive. So keeping along that note, if you want to learn more about ninja selling, as we're talking about this today, and you're like, what are these guys talking about this thing, ninja, and what what does it all mean? Go to ninjaselling.com. There are classes. There's information on there. You can learn about our coaching program. You can learn about mastery. You can learn about installations. And with that being said, Matt, good morning, sir. Good morning to you, my friend. And what a great morning it is. I feel like it's cold everywhere in the country right now. It's 36 here in Charleston this morning, uh, which felt kind of good. I miss a little bit of the cold. That's pretty cold for us down here, but it's 53 in California. Okay, so it's not cold everywhere it's in the country. Short and t-shirt. Well, it's going to be 53 here today. It just started. There you go. At 36. Uh, I heard it was pretty cold in Colorado. They got some snow, so I missed a little bit of snow. Totally derailing our our topic here today. Oh, no, we're not actually not going to have a topic today. We're just going to talk about... No, we will have a topic. I was impressed, though. When I flew from Charleston back home, I was looking out the window, the majority of the flight, because I like looking at the landscape. And about 90% of my flight was covered in white, fluffy snow down below. I was really amazed how much snow there was all the way to California, to the Sierras. So... uh Nature, you're doing a great job out there. You're starting off winter strong. I'm proud of you. So thank you. Well, Garrett, we have a, a good topic today that you brought to the table that is that is a common, common trap. I, I, would, I guess I wouldn't call it a trap. I guess I would call it a, a distraction leads to us bringing this up. Because this time of year, people do business planning. They're like, what do I need to do to grow my business? And they come up with all these ideas. Brilliant ideas. Great ideas. Great ideas. But what about Ninja first? Are we doing our Ninja 9? And I think this is important for us to talk about. Yeah, it's, I think it's real easy to, you know, we get distracted by all these great ideas and great thoughts. And, uh, you know, we did an episode on this a little while back where we talked about, you know, what if your job was just doing your systems? 
But it's really interesting to watch somebody that starts adding in new stuff. And then the further you take the conversation, it's like, yeah, but are you doing this system at 100% when it comes to some very basic Ninja systems, be it the Ninja 9, be it some of those systems in there. More often than not, I can break down somebody's Monday morning agenda. So if you're in coaching, we have people turn in their Monday morning agendas or weekly meeting agendas. Every week, they turn those in. And I'll watch somebody that's going like, I think I should add in X to my business. I want to be doing more of this. And I'm like, you do realize the last three weeks, you're averaging right now about 30 people, maybe, maybe lower than that, maybe about 25 people you're talking to per week, where our you know, if you look at the basic ninja philosophy, like one of our things is you need to be talking to 50 people a week. You need to be out there shaking hands, giving hugs, asking people about their life and their world and what they got going on and all the special things that are happening with them right now. About 50 people a week, we need to be engaging. So I always find it fascinating when they're like, I think I want to start doing videos and, and writing a newsletter. And I'm like, great. I really want to support you in that. But First, can we just figure out how to talk to 50 people per week? And then then we can take a look. Well, maybe not even that. 50 people. And how are your notes doing? How are your lunches doing? Are you doing real estate reviews? Like, What if you just did all of this stuff really well before we added in something else? And we see it all the time. All the time. And I think video and social media are some of the biggest distractions, which... As people know, I'm, I'm a f- huge fan of both of those things. I send a video out every single week. I'm not super active on social media as I used to be, mostly because I'm spending my time and attention in the areas that are most important to my business and to the people who I serve. And while social media is fun, it's not adding the same value as my attention in other places. And that's why people ultimately sometimes hire out for social media and things like that, which is important. But Garrett, there was a... The NAR recently released their 2022 profile of home buyers and sellers. Beginning in November, they did. And all the data there is super fun to go through all the time. Oh, it's great. They have a section on home buyers and their relationship with realtors and sellers and their relationship with realtors. And part of those sections showcase how did that person find their realtor. And every year, the top category, and it was this year too, is referral from a friend or direct relationship with a realtor, meaning they already knew the person that they were going to hire. That was like 30, 35% in both categories. I think it was a little higher for sellers than it was for buyers, which might make sense because you have a lot of first-time home buyers out there. But the second category is like about 25% use the same realtor that they've used before. So you you add that up and it was like 50% for buyers, about 60 plus percent for sellers basically are using realtors they already know or referred to. That's not happening from social media. In fact, they have a category for found the realtor on social media with no connection. So what was the number on that? Do you know that offhand? Well, I'm going to tell you in a sec. Well, I want to know now. Patience. So I want to clarify the difference between finding somebody on social media who you've been referred to and looking them up and you know, kind of just learning who they are versus randomly finding a realtor on social media. Those are two different types of things and two different approaches. Buyers. 1% with no connection to a realtor found them on social media. That's pretty strong. Actually, it's an increase over last year where I think it was statistically irrelevant last year. So it's like a million percent growth, which is incredible. It is a million percent growth. Sellers still statistically irrelevant, but getting its own line item with a little asterisk, meaning it's less than 1%. I'm going to create a business model around that. 
Yeah. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go devote my time to that when I'm not yet capitalizing on how I can capture people who already know me and can refer me when it's overwhelmingly the way people find their realtor. So don't we want to be present in the areas and spaces where people actually find their realtor? That's the Ninja 9. Matt, I know I know what they're sharing this data. There are people out there gripping their steering wheel in total like, but I have such a great social media platform. And that's fine. We're not saying don't do it. The category that doesn't exist there is how social media is used for us to stay in flow and all that kind of stuff, which I think is great. However, that is amplified if you're doing your Ninja 9. Finding strangers out there through your social media platforms and things like that. That's where it's such a low number. Social media can be brilliant for staying in flow with your, your sphere of influence and your database and the people that know you, like you, and trust you. But again, you're at the mercy of the algorithm. So if you're not making your phone calls, you don't know if you're actually in flow by posting on social media. If you're engaging others on social media, that's different. But most people think social media is a push strategy when there's a whole lot of pull that can happen there. And, and we're not here to talk about social media, but... That seems to be the big thing that people are like, oh, I'm going to go do this instead of this. I love it in social media where I'll have a moment where I'm like, I'm like, what happened to this guy? Like, I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to call him out right now, but I haven't seen him on social media like in forever. It's really big about posting his family and his trips and travels and his life. And he's a really good friend of mine from college. That's kind of my way I've always kept in touch with them. Our, our lives don't intersect where we like get to see each other ever. But at the same time, like we're very devoted to knowing like what's happening in each other's lives. It's funny. Is I literally was like, I wonder, what, I wonder what happened to him. I haven't seen him in forever. I just searched his name in Facebook. And it's like, oh, there's tons of stuff here. He posts like every single day. Like he's here. But it wasn't showing up in my world. Like at some point that algorithm went like, you know what? You guys aren't commenting enough on each other's posts. Like there's not enough interaction happening. We're just going to hide him for you. And we're going to bring in other people that maybe you have more interaction with you're talking with a little bit more. And that can happen really easily where it's like, oh, I'm posting this stuff. I'm putting these things out. All my friends must be seeing it. They're not. Not at all. I'm not seeing all their stuff. I do also want to add in here, Matt, when we talk about doing Ninja, the systems first, we've mentioned this, I've mentioned this before, but the basic Ninja 9, those systems were born out of a form or a, a document called the Patterns of Excellence. It wasn't plucked out of thin air of like, let's create a training program and a coaching program. And here, we'll just have what, what kind of random stuff can we make these people do out here? 50 calls a week? That sounds like a good idea. Let's throw that one in there. <laughs> Man, let's have them run around the countryside and talk to randomly 50 people. Let's make that one happen. Okay, handwritten notes. That sounds like a good idea. Put some thoughts down on paper. Get those things out there. Yeah, people have written books about that. That sounds like a good idea to throw into the system. <laughs> a good one. Let's add that one in also. You know, lunches. Got to eat, right? Just, okay, so none of this stuff is by accident. Larry did an incredible job many, many, many years ago documenting and tracking out of his, his basic research laboratory to watch agents doing an incredible amount of business while having a life, while getting to go up and go skiing and go to their vacation homes. And at the same time, processing deals all the time back home and coming in quickly and 
getting a lot of business done in a short amount of time, working with the people that know them, like them, and trust them, and then bouncing out and going and living the life that they love. This isn't an accident. All these systems are documented by real people, real results. And then we've continued to grow this over the years of saying, look, the pattern works. The pattern works here. It works again. It's not something that was just plucked out of thin air. So I think that knowing that up front, we need to look at this and say, okay, if there's enough proof of these results happening over and over and over again, what if we just did this 100%? What if we put all of our eggs into that basket first? And then, then once we have that going 100%, then let's start saying, okay, do I want to go grab something else? Do I want to bring something else in? Usually it happens the other way around. We see it happen all the time. All the time. And I think maybe some of it has to do with, I think a lot of it has to do with a fear of being one-to-one. And that's something that we have to make a choice of, do we want to have the results we say we want to have? Do we want to run the business that we say we want to run? Or do I want to just do something else? Because that seems more fun to do. If you want the results, I highly recommend (laughs) focusing on Ninja first because time and time again, Particularly when we get to this time of year, Garrett, and we get to review you know, people's performance over the past year, we get to look at how people are building their business plans. The top ninjas everywhere across the country are running these systems close to 100%. I'm not saying they run it all at 100% because some people lean into other parts of the system more than others, and that's totally fine. Like um, Christy Duggar has a slide in the installation now because she does 400 real estate reviews a year. Now, People are like, what? She has a lot of people who do investments. And so she's, you know, getting like five or six with one person. Point being, there's people who lean into some systems over the others, but the very, very common theme is is it's all has to do with in-person, live, one-to-one touches. Like no one's like, oh yeah, top ninja, social media is my thing. It's like, no, they might be great at social media, but it is an add-on above and beyond making sure that they're in flow with their database. And if we're not in flow, if we're not in live flow, that's when we have the opportunity to miss out because now we're going to go put ourselves in a playing field that makes us uh, less unique compared to the other realtors, right? I think we, we sometimes forget, Garrett, that uniqueness isn't necessarily just going to be tied to our brand or how we show up on video or what we dress. I mean, yes, those things factor into that. But picking up the phone and talking to somebody is unique today. And it always has been unique, actually. So doing that provides you with the value of being unique compared to the next realtor who's just lobbing an email in every now and then to that person. And that's how you build a relationship, get referrals, and get repeat business. And so going down those lines, Matt, as we're starting to see business plans come together and we're working with people and we're reviewing their numbers... I can very clearly look at somebody's business just by their numbers, just at the results they had for the year. And I can tell you right now if they're running a a true, true, true ninja business or if they're dabbling in the ninja business. Dabbling in the ninja business, they'll typically have really good repeat business, people coming back and using them again. And they'll have really good, usually people coming and using them for the first time. They've got good marketing going out. They've got you know touches with people. And they might be, again, dabbling in the business. Um, These people aren't forgetting about them. They obviously, when real estate comes up, they're like, hey, you know what? I should use Matt Benelli. We should give him a call and see if we should sit down with him. When you really unlock the power of Ninja, what we'll watch is the referral business will double 
the actual people coming and using you directly who have never used you before, add it in with your people that are coming back and using you again. Add those two together and that will literally double that. And that's what the potential of the referral side can be if you unlock it. It's a huge number. It's where we typically sit back and go, that was a miracle that just happened for that person. It's what makes us want to interview people and sit down and go, how did you do that? What was it in your business that made that unlock? And usually it's being very consistent with their relationships, with their connections. But it's very easy, again, as we're saying here, before we get to being that consistent with it, we get distracted by other things out there. And it's where a lot of people are always constantly fighting. They're, they're doing Ninja, not the level, though, that's going to unlock this wave of referrals. Lots of repeat, lots of people come to them directly, which again, Matt, I mean, there's people that build really strong, great businesses just with that right there. I mean, and if that makes you happy and you're good with those numbers, excellent. If you want to unlock a level above it, there's always opportunity there. I think a lot will depend on how long you've been in the business. I mean, most of the people who we, who we see have strong repeat customers, they've been in the business 20 years. They've done a lot of deals. It's time for their people to cycle through again or for the third or fourth time. You don't see that repeat business when you're two, three years in the business. And I think looking at what you just explained is very important because if you're looking for what is the opportunity that's going to best leverage my time and money in order to create exponential opportunities, if you're getting double the amount of referrals than you are getting direct from your sphere, Think about how that's actually working in terms of return on your investment of money and time versus trying to go and scale by saying, hey, I'm going to do more videos. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to do more door knocking, all these things that are going to lead to a linear result of I can now measure if I just do this many more things, I capture this many opportunities versus just taking really, really good care of these 50 to 100 people who constantly send me two to three people each per year, which then give me an abundance of opportunities that I get to choose from and maybe refer out the rest. And maybe there's some that I compete for that I don't get, and that's fine. But you have an abundance of opportunity just from focusing on doing the same thing with the same people month in, month out, versus trying to, oh, I got to come up with a more creative thing to do this next month. Like, oh, I already did that video. I did that reel. I tried that TikTok. It's like, okay, great. I'm not saying don't do those things because that's, that's fun. It's awesome. I do those things. But starting with your people first is what's going to give you the exponential opportunity to really grow the business. I mean, we do the numbers in the installations and we do it in coaching and we just start to calculate. But I mean, if you just think of it as like a reverse pyramid, you have one person who tells two people, those two people tell two people. And this isn't like a pyramid scheme type of thing where you're trying to add your downline and, you know, let's go sell some soap. These are people who love your business and want to share it with you. And this is why top restaurants don't often advertise at all, because they already know that they have raving fans who are out there telling everybody about their place. That's what you're building. Exactly. And the thing that I want to just emphasize what you're just bringing up here, Matt, is it, it's a really low cost business when you're doing it right. Like the phone is free. Handwritten notes cost almost nothing to send. Lunches, you're eating no matter what, like, well, I hope you guys are eating. It makes you be happier people out there when you're not hangry, running around, ripping up the countryside. You got to eat. Why not pick somebody to go sit down and have a meal with? It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be at the nicest restaurant. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for the whole darn thing. You can go Dutch with it. But again, at the end of the day, like 
that's not expensive. Real estate reviews, it's not expensive. It's the cost of paper and processing it to make that thing come together. But the sitting down with them and going through it and talking with them, it's free. And this is where a lot of times when I watch people that really unlock it, Matt, and we're doing the numbers at the end of the year, and usually it comes up around tax time. People will call me and they're like, I made a lot of money last year. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, I have a problem because I have very little write-offs because I'm doing this ninja system. <laughs> they're like, I need more write-offs. I'm like, no, like, don't. I mean, I get it. The right write-offs are great write-offs. Be happy that you have that much income to pay taxes on. Exactly. And I think that that's a big eye-opener when I watch people realize like how little it really costs to run a really strong relationship business. Matt, you made another comment too about agents that have been in this business for a while and starting to see that return come back as people are turning their houses over. And you know, I know there's a lot of newer agents out there going like, man, I can't wait for that day when that starts to happen. But what I want the newer agents out here listening and, and thinking about is that there are so many referrals around the people that you're currently working with right now. Every single person that enters your world around real estate, if you set the bar at a very high point where they're like, this person's different than any realtor I've ever come across. This person cares about me on a higher level than any realtor's ever cared about me. The chances of that person referring you to people in the next 12 months is actually pretty good. And Matt, as you said, when those two people are referred into you, the chances of those two people referring to people, now we're at four, it's an exponential growth around this if you have the right mindset with it instead of a one-to-one opportunity comes in. Did I convert it? Yes or no? Oh, send it away. Bring in another one. That's a one-to-one type of relationship. This is exponential what we're talking about when you really embrace it and you lean into it. It's miracles, Matt. It's where miracles come from. It is. And it's funny when you have people who have like, yeah, I have a few clients right now, but I need more. It's like, awesome. Take amazing care of the clients that you have. Be in really, really good flow with them. Ask wonderful Ford questions. Show up for their lives outside the transaction while you're transacting with them, and they'll send you the new person. Your pipeline will grow that way. There's a referral right in them. In that moment, right there and working with them, there is a referral that you should be able to receive that will turn into business. There's four opportunities for them to refer during that time of working with you. You should get one 100% of the time if we're taking the right care of them. How much do you need? Well, yeah, that's a good question. And I think that's the first question. The next question is... Am I doing all of my Ninja 9? And am I doing my business at a high level? Because you do have to be good at what you do, which that's not that hard to do. And I think a lot of people listening understand that. So be really good at what you do. Run your Ninja 9 every single week without fail. Then you can say, all right, now I'm going to add on this stuff too. Because here's the cool part too. This is why you get to add the stuff on. If you're doing the Ninja 9, well, it doesn't take a whole lot of time. So you actually do have extra time then to go have fun and do the social media, do the videos and do all the other things that create a larger brand presence for you, which is fantastic. And I highly recommend that you do it once you have these other two things in solid place. Good business, Ninja 9. And to put a bow on this, Matt, usually what we find is that when you're doing those systems 100%, you're not looking for new things to add in. Because you got a ton of people to help with real estate. you got a ton of opportunities floating around you. You're not sitting around going, I need more. You're more so trying to figure out how do I handle what I've created 
it's not about how can I have a presence somewhere else or I need this or I need that to create more. It's like, no, I'm not, I don't need any more right now. I just need to figure out how to handle this. That's a great place to be. And so it's funny when you're not doing the Ninja Nine 100%, we're looking for things to add in to add more stuff, to bring more opportunity. When you're doing the Ninja Nine 100%, that drifts away. That's a great thing to watch. There's a reason why when people attend an installation, they're seeing names of people who are superstars that they've never heard of. Like Corey Whitaker, who's, I think, on track to do $2 million in GCI this year. I'm like, well, I never heard of her. It's like, well, well, it doesn't matter if you've never heard of her. Her people have heard of her. $2 is not a bad income. I mean, you have to budget properly and you have to you know, make sure you're setting money aside to make things work. But yeah, that'll, that'll work. Well, Garrett, great topic. I hope people take away from this. Like, Make sure you're f- focusing on your foundation because that's what builds a strong house, strong structure to throw in the real estate analogy there. Rock the Ninja 9 and then you can rock everything else that you want to rock as well on top of that. It's going to be great. So thanks for bringing this one to the table, man. No problem, man. And thank you, everyone out there for listening. As always, we so appreciate you. Appreciate the messages, the feedback and everything that you send us. It's, it's such a joy to read the notes, the texts, the, the messages that come through. It's awesome. It fills our hearts up a lot and encourage us to continue bringing the energy for you all as well. So appreciate you all for listening. Check out our Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. Go to ninjaselling.com to learn more about coaching, installations, The Ninja Path, and share the show. If you got some good value out of it, share it with somebody. And you know maybe this is how they get introduced to Ninja, which might then lead them down a path that changes their business and their life. And so appreciate you all for doing that. Have an awesome day. Thank you, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.